This is Ibrahim Moisois of the University of Chattanooga. You're listening to the XF Fantasy Football Podcast. What is up? Welcome to the XF Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Cope Squiz, and my co-host today loves him a white girl unless she has a peg leg. This dude might have won the lottery with all his recent traveling uh, he's been doing. If he had to fight me, oh boy, you have no idea what I'd do. You know what? He'd still probably be paying child support. Hey, give it up for my boy, your boy, JT. What up, dude? What it up, what up, what it do, man. It's your boy, JT, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Been a long-time listener, first-time caller. Let's uh, get into this thing. Yes, sir, bro. I'm I'm pretty stoked uh, that you're on the pod. Looking forward to hearing you talk shit about these dudes. Yeah, you know, man... I love. I must say, I love hearing uh, them Cowboys get that win. Uh, you know, and of course, it gets the crappy lines. But hey, you know what? Any day, any weekend, the Cowboys get a win and the Eagles get a loss. You know that uh, that really just fills my stomach with a uh, a bubbly feeling, and that just leads me to have to take a shit. So I just uh, shit out really, really nicely this weekend. Yeah, well, I appreciate that for the visual for that. Uh, yeah, uh, great win over the uh, Driscoll-led Lions. I'm sure that was really tough. Uh, anyways, hey, how are you feeling about the possibility of winning that dress this year? What size are you? Extra bulky? Uh, I'm, prob- I'm probably going to need like a moo-moo or some kind of grandma-style je- dress to uh, fit all my, my bulkiness in, but... Um, I'm going to hold off on buying that because, you know, the Dre and um, Pat are really setting me up for the future, especially Pat sitting down there at the bottom just uh, keeps uh, finding some way to fuck it up for me. So thank you, Pat. Shout out. You're the real MVP keeping me out of the dress. So I'm going to ride that gravy train as long as I can. Yeah, and yeah, he had a big trade, but we'll talk about that later. Hey, um, I feel you. Uh It'll come down to you and Pat as of right now. It kind of looks like Dre with an extra win above you guys. Uh, we all know that Pat has cross-dressed before. Hey, between just you and I, bro, have you ever dabbled in the, the hill game? Uh, no, I've never, uh, never been about the hill game. But, I, man, I, I've been on something. Um, it's called uh, these, these Dr. Shows, insoles for your feet. Ooh. Man, and I, 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 you know, I know this ain't no new technology, but I kind of, you know, first time trying those things out, man, I'm telling you, that is like walking on a baby's ass cheeks. Like, it is the softest thing I have ever felt on my feet, and I will not be going back. So, if I do wear heels, I love them with some Dr. Show's insults, so I'll tell you that. Okay. I'm, I'm sure uh, Dippy's chiropractor services will probably uh, provide some of those. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, got a two for one special right now. Oh, I might have to, I might have to go splitsies on that and get get us both a pair. 
Hey, uh, talking football, hey, this week we had a ton of close actual NFL games and some fantasy games, but uh, the game of the week was going to be Houston versus Baltimore. It was going to be a, you know, supposedly a huge shootout, super one-sided. I got to ask, bro, what do you think about Lamar Jackson? Man, honestly, man, I, I was I was really looking for big things from that game. Um kind of surprised that it was so one-sided um i mean i'm a big you know deshaun watson guy i love his his skill and his athletic and talent but i gotta give props to lamar jackson man that dude is running running on all cylinders and i honestly i was one of the doubters coming into the league i did not think he was the next coming to michael vick but he has proven to be the, the real deal show showcase. I mean, he's the next uh, RG three before the freaking fall off. I don't know what I don't know what the future holds, but man, that dude is freaking lightning in a bottle, and they cannot be stopped. I can agree with you. And the ironic part about that is RG three is his backup. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is really sweet. But yeah, I'm with you on that, Lamar Jackson. I, right now, he has to be the MVP. I know. Uh, Russell Wilson's a stud, but Lamar Jackson's looking, making defenders look silly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ooh! It's your Michelob Ultra Picks of the Week, baby! Let's do this shit! Alright, guys, week 11 recap here. The best player of the week will go to Lamar Jackson with a fat 41 points for Dippy. I think this is the second or third time he's had the highest points. The dude's a stud, running all over everybody. I'm about that shit. If you have a problem, come and see me. Come and see me. Real talk. Real truth. All right, then we got the fact of the week. Noah, um, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but Noah beats his dog. And uh, his 70-inch TV ain't shit. I'm about to one-up him uh, pretty soon. So, uh, Noah, you're a dog beater, and your TV ain't shit. And then we got the... Uh, not so coach of the week. Um, gonna have to give this one to JC. Uh, JC, if you would have started Darius Geis, who had 13 points over James White, uh, who had 9.6, you would have got that dub. Even if you would have started him over Fournette, you would have got that dub. Even over Kirk and your flex. But uh, sucks to suck. Uh, maybe stat corrections will help you out on Thursday. Uh, we will see. Let's take a look at last week's recap. In the not-so-coach of the week. All right, the first one, I got to say, Dre, uh, man, thank you. You you started everyone that you could possibly start, uh, but your team is the team that players go to die. You are straight up the Grim Reaper of this league, and uh, I straight up should have lost, I'm going to be honest. Uh, and yet, your ass, for whatever reason... Uh, Damian Williams gets hurt, and your boy, Hunter Henry, freaking puts up some points, gives me that dub, and your ass may get an address later this year. I'm pretty excited about it. What, what about you, JT? Man, it's, it's pretty insane, man. I'm honestly, you know, you know, as, as much as I hate to see Dre take a fall like that, um, I know what that does for me in the standings and just keeping us a game apart from, uh, you know, the bottom feeders crew 
So, you know, I am thankful that, you know, you end up getting that win, Cody. It look like you got a little guardian angel over you. Something just giving you the the will to the will to to go on and have these plays happen for you. But you know what, Damian Williams, man, or Darren Williams, whatever the guy's name. There's so many dang Williamses on that freaking running that ball. But anyway, if he hadn't got that tummy ache, man, and them bubble guts <laughs> and freaking. Uh, died on the field. Maybe Dre would have been sitting here with a different story, you know, with a with a win under his belt. All he needed is a few points away. There's only a few that separated y'all. But hey, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it how I can get it. You know, I kind of feel bad for Dre. You know, but I mean, it's like his 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 season has really kind of been a lot like mine. But this game has been one of those where he really could have came out with it. But you know, like a. Like one of those uh, oats and uh, honey Nature Valley Crunch bars. You think it's gonna be good? You think you you think you got a chance going into Monday night? You think mm. you can do it? But you open it up and it all just comes crumbling out. It all just falls, falls apart. You know? that, that was deep. That shit was deep. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah. You know, let's talk about the other to... matchup. What, what what's the other matchup that was pretty close? So we got a. Uh, Burke and JC, man, you talking about an ass clincher right there, boy. Woo! Burt is like kissing his freaking lucky feet that he just made it by point what point zero six. I mean, goodness gracious, you can't you can't cut the tension any closer than that. Mm. And really, JC, you know what? All he needed was a catch or a few yards, you know. I mean Keenan Allen was going to take him to the promised land, but he just fell just a little short. I mean, oh, my goodness. Like, that's just incredible, incredible game. But you know what? Stat corrections are coming. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. It could easily swing one way or the other. I just know that boy, Bertle, he has got a freaking ass cheek clenched from here to Kansas City, boy. He is he is waiting and ready for that win to, to fully stick come stat corrections and make sure that nothing else happens but I swear you're going to need the jaws of jaws of life to get his ass cheeks open so he can take the <laughs> shit after this is what's over uh, <laughs> I could agree with you more uh, JC could have uh, got out of this if he started Geis but I don't blame him for not starting Geis um, which he'd probably be sitting in first place if he did but yeah if what, what was it Keenan Allen needed 21.17 points and got 21.1 points for him. That means, um, which I know you and I talked about this earlier, JT, but he actually just needed one yard, uh, and he would have actually got the first. uh, He would have got JC the win. And watching the game at one point, or actually the very last catch that Keenan Allen had, he caught it and went back two yards and then only gained one yard. Um, so you could do the math there, but that's a, that's a tough one. They, they yeah. see just sitting there like, shit. Um, but yeah. I guess that doesn't fly on JC's team because uh, Keenan Allen is no more. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that here shortly. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that five people have actually been eliminated from the playoffs. Um, Noah, D-Balls, Dre, 
JT and Pat uh, have no chance of making the playoffs, which is nuts. Pickums. It's sponsored by Pickums. It's five bucks, you cheap fucks. Awkward moment when I totally forgot about this week. Uh, that's what happens when you have a kid and you have kid brain, a.k.a. Uh, you ain't got no damn sleep. Um, but yeah, so this week we're going to have a $10 buy-in. I'm sure the super cheap fucks will complain about that, but let's be real. Half of you guys are so cheap that you don't even enter it because you guys are pansies or uh, you live with your your wife's parents. Um, anyways, but also please have your money in hand. The struggle is real for everybody out here. Yeah, uh, except you, know you, you with know that lottery. I will, I will say I've been one of those ones that um, have been avoiding entering, but the one time I did, uh, I won big, and uh, Cody is a man about the payouts. Man, he pays his debts ASAP, so I definitely know that I need to uh, get back on it and uh, get into them pickums, man, because uh, it's actually a uh, nice little f- fun little – Side bit, you know. Yeah, especially if you're one of the bottom feeders, bro. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Noise. All right. Next up, we're gonna talk about all kinds of trades from in the NFL, in the league, and in our league trade block in trade galore. All right. It looks like we got uh, trades galore. So. Uh, first trade was between uh, against the uh, speed racers themselves, uh, self-proclaimed, I guess. Uh, Cobes and Vic. Vic ships off Allen Robinson and Gus Edwards for Jacob Hollister and Tony Pollard. Well, um, I am, I don't, I don't know, I'm not really moved by this trade. Um, I mean, it makes sense for Vic to have that, um, that handcuff backup, especially going into the playoffs, which, you know, it looks like he's got that locked up. And, um, I mean, that, that's a smart move on his end. Um, Jacob Hollister, I mean, that dude just kind of came out of nowhere. So I don't I don't know if that's a thing or not. I mean, that could just be a, a waiver wire trash for, for a few weeks. But um, Allen Robinson and Gus Edwards, hey, I mean – those are uh, good quality um, um, bench players. So, I mean, won't be nothing <laughs> special. But, hey, I mean, it's a solid trade. I mean, it, it doesn't move me at all, really. But I can kind of – I see it. Yeah, when I made this trade, um, I actually offered Evan Ingram. Like, originally just seeing if Victor would be interested, knowing that his tight ends were weak as hell and – he actually came back with to Jacob Hollister and Tony Pollard, and obviously I didn't want to get Pollard up, knowing that if Zeke went down, I have the top five running back. But um, he threw Allen Robinson and Gus Edwards in it, and I think Allen Robinson's getting between seven and about ten targets every single week, and um, the Bears have been down every single week, and so I feel like Trubisky or. Uh, the other guy that's about to take over for him is just throws it up for, 
throws it up for him. It's for a prayer, but I think it's a good pickup for for Vic. Obviously, Zeke's back up. I get a starting wide receiver. Um, and then I also got Gus Edwards and traded him to Mick for Josh Gordon. So uh, I, I can't hate that. Now I have Josh Gordon, um, which if Lockett is out, which you know the full last time we heard was in the hospital. Um, I think Josh Gordon's a pretty pretty decent player as long as he's mentally healthy. Yep. Yep. Not not bad at uh, moving flip. Uh, I don't know. You got uh, Josh Gordon off of that. Yes, so. sir. Not bad. Not bad at all. Thank you. Yeah. Um, next up, what what else we got, J T? Uh, okay, so looks like we got J C sends off. Keenan Allen, <laughs> that bump cost him a win. So <laughs> JC sends him on his way. Oh man, boy, JC, you got no love, man. You got no forgiveness. That guy. wasn't even twenty four hours. That fool was like, "All right, fuck <laughs> off." You talking about you talking about ruthless, man? Just no heart, fantasy player, man, dude. JC, no, that's what I like about you, though, man. You you're not afraid to make the make the moves, man. So. I mean, he he uh he does he does play. He's an emotional player. He plays off emotions, but you know what that that can uh, kind of steer here, steer him to you know uh, different things. Maybe it'd be good or bad. So, but he sends off Keenan Allen and Jared Gall for uh, Eric Harris for um, the first overall pick in a first draft, aka Kyler Murray, and also gets. Uh, Giants wide receivers Darius Slayton. Uh, you know what? JC's a big uh, Giants homer, so I can understand. You know, wanting to have his his guy. You know, get your guys. But uh, and of course, you know the whole thing with the uh, Keenan Allen man. I I just I just think it's too. It was it was you know too soon to jump ship. I mean, you know, dude didn't dude didn't get take you to the promised land, but he still put up twenty one points. I mean. You know, he's still a stud. You know, I, I take more fault at the guy throwing him the ball, Phillip Rivers, man. He can't he can't see through all his freaking kids that he got. He just he just stressed all the time. He just out there just throwing up ducks and shit. But hey, you know what? J C you made your move, so let's see see how it turns out. You know, everybody's critics until, you know, it works out, so that's true. Hey, Keenan Allen, if I'm correct, he was on the championship team last year. I can't remember who who won it last year, but oh yeah, somebody had. Um, it was a. Uh, oh, it was me. What do you know? It was, uh, that guy. Um, yeah, freaking... the the two time champ. That's right. Anyways, uh, my thoughts real quick. Um, white, that white guy that won the white guy in the league. <laughs> the white guy that like peg uh, legs. Name some about. Mick, 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 Mick Americans or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Mick Americans. The Americans. Anyways, uh, I think for uh, for Pat, I think he's just trying to make sure that he doesn't wear the dress. I think uh, it was a you know pretty decent move. Now he has uh, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, what's his name? Aaron Jones. Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and now in his flex, he has Keenan Allen. Um, not a terrible lineup, to say the least, but he is going to be starting Jameis Winston and uh, Jared Barf. And so, 
Um, and then JC, I think he kind of does take a step back with wide receivers. He's going to have to start uh, Alshon Jeffrey, which as an Eagles fan, I can tell you that fool is injury prone. But um, I hope Darius Slayton. And so hopefully Darius Slayton uh, will do well for him. I think if Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard's not in, that uh, he'll have to get passes thrown to him. So, yeah. Yeah. This just in, we got a trade. We got Victor and Dre making a trade. Dre is sending Adam Thielen and Matt Breida to Victor for Danny Amendola, Debo Samuel, and Devin Singletary. Um, this doesn't make a lot of sense because Dre's already out of the playoffs and he's not getting any keeper help. Um, so that doesn't make a lot of sense. And then Victor adds another white wide receiver. It's almost like he has a fetish um, for white people. Maybe he's racist. I don't know. Maybe he wants to be white. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. But uh, pretty ugly trade, if I do say myself. Let's take a look at the waiver wire pickups in the waiver wire Wednesday. We'll look at the top five most money spent. This segment is sponsored by Lugo's Lip Balm for continuous chapped ass lips. All right, let's take a look and see where all that. Was spent. First up, spending 16 bucks. We got JC spending on uh Mr. Reindeer himself, Kyle Rudolph. And then next up, we got Luis spending 40 bucks, uh, of course, on a Colt running back. So, he is everybody and their mother uh in that backfield. And then JC again. Man, this fool has been spending some money lately. Uh, he spends 43 bucks on my doppelganger. JC, I know you love me and you really want me to be a part of your team, so I appreciate that. Uh, and then back to back, we got Dre for the two most expensive. This fool's like, hell no, I ain't going to get last. Spending 77 bucks on Bo Scarborough. Um, I know he's a former cowboy, aka did not last too damn long. Uh, and then he also spent a hundred and twelve bucks on Ryan Griffin, which makes my thirteen dollar bid for Ryan Griffin pretty sad. Um, overall, uh, some some solid ads, a little money spent, um, a little too much money spent. But it's week twelve. People trying to get out of the dress. People trying to get in the playoffs. See how it works out. Let's get into the injuries of the week. Okay, so next up in injuries, we got Indianapolis Colts running back Marlon Mack suffered a right hand fracture. Versus the Jaguars, it is unlikely that Mack will play, play Thursday versus the uh, Texas per uh, report. Marlon Mack is, I mean, that, that dude's been, he's been uh, outperforming, I would say, my expectations of what he was uh, coming out of the fantasy draft. Uh, so without having him, uh, it's going to be a, a sting to the lineup. Uh, I think, I believe Luis still has him, but... Um, 
hope that he uh, recovers quickly. And uh... yeah, uh, I think the backups. Uh, I know. I want to say Luis has one of the backups, um, but I'm sure the other Williams guy is gonna get some waiver wire spent on him pretty pretty badly this week. But uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston. Uh, told reporters after the loss uh, to the Saints that he should be ha- should be fine because um, he's a little punk ass after hurting uh, his ankle uh, uh, late in the game last week. Yeah, JT, what about the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, uh, so uh, we got Cincinnati Bengals receiver Auden Tate. Uh, that that boy died on the field. Yes, he um, did. R.I.P. He literally was carted off on the and strapped to the backboard after suffering a scary, scary injury in the fourth quarter against the Raiders. Um, I mean that um, man, uh, Paris, that guy. I don't know whose team he was on, but hate to see guys getting carted off like that. It's a dangerous sport, but it's a sport that they play. Uh, just you know, hope those guys don't have any serious or life-threatening injuries or paralyzing injuries, but hate seeing that on the field. Yeah, I don't know whose team he was on. He might have been on the Green Reapers team, for all I know. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings safety Harrison Smith suffered a hamstring injury late in the game against the Broncos. Uh, he's not on anyone's team. I think Mick dropped him uh, like a day before. I guess Mick knows the future uh, and dropped his ass before it happened. New England Patriots wide receiver. We got Philip Dorsett uh, suffered a head injury versus the Eagles. Uh, I guess. I mean, I, I'm, I, they still got him on the team. I don't know, man. That dude's. That dude's. Uh, I've always thought of him being somebody that was going to be a, a contributor to that offense. And you know, every year I think about Philip Dorsett and you know what I thought he was, and he's just he's just a guy, you know. So I don't know. Maybe the Patriots just they see something in him, but I don't know what he's still doing on that on that roster. Yep, I hear that. Um, yeah, last we got the Monday Night Football game. Uh, Tyreek Hill, sorry JT, I have to bring this up. Uh, gets injured early in the game, puts up pretty much nothing. Um, I'm not sure if he actually put any points up, and then. Zero points before he exited with a hamstring injury, and I mean, dude is literally the fastest man in the NFL, and he outran his hamstrings, and his hamstrings broke because they couldn't keep up with how damn fast he is. Yeah. Hey, I, while I have you on the phone, uh, we just actually had a caller in. Is it true? Uh, the caller asks, is it true that black people have an extra hamstring? Um, yes. No, it's not It's not a hamstring. It's a, it's a muscle um, that, that makes your legs more defined and gives it that extra um, durability and uh, elasticity uh, that makes you uh, run faster, jump higher, um, increases your dick size by... Uh, two, two, four inches. Um, um, yeah. Um, okay, that explains. I think I might be black. 
Um, moving on. Hey, running back Damian Williams um, heard my cries, heard my prayers, uh, and said, "Hey, hey, coach, I got I suffered a bad case of the bubble guts. Uh, I can't go no more. Uh, this one's for you, Cobes. Fuck off, Dre." Uh, and he went out with like two points, and I happened to win um, with I think it like by five points. So. Damon Williams, I got you, man. You won me the championship last year. You still got me this year, bro. Good looking out. I, I think I heard reports that he literally got a stomach ache and um, he literally shit on himself on the field. Um, but um, dang, he Mike, he Michael Gregged about, himself. Yeah. Damn. But just to add to that comment about you thinking you black because the extra leg muscle. Um, I know there's video uh, secret footage <laughs> l- lurking around about some fat Mexican beating you in a race or Puerto Rican. I'm sorry, don't mean to confuse them. Don't mean to be racist or anything. Um, beating you in a straight up sprint. Uh, now, the, of course, you know those are, those are allegations. You know you can either neither confirm. You don't have to confirm nor deny. But uh, those are the footage i believe that is out there yeah um i'm sure that's doctrine uh just like kaepernick uh i want i want the real media to see what to see what i have all right that shit was doctrine um yeah fuck that but hey um yeah we're gonna take a look at all 14 teams in the power rankings from the top of the list to the A.K.A. the Bottom Feeders. All right, fellas, what it do with your boy JT back in action with um, your host, your your host Cody. Um, I nice. am going to talk some about uh, some bottom feeder bottom feeders today. So, looking at the bottom tier, um, it's like um, it's like deja vu. Uh, just seeing myself down there at thirteen again, but. Um, the more important thing is that Danish Dynamite Patrick is down there at fourteen. Man, I just really, I just really thank you, man. I I came into the season just having a had a feeling that this guy was gonna just think that he was just gonna come in and run the table, and he didn't really understand how competitive and you know how strong this league was. And I think he's getting a rude awakening. I think we tried to tell him a little bit, and he was kind of confident that you know he had the willing strategy or formula to compete but it's not working out for him i mean of course you know luck has his you know playing it but um he just made a pretty decent blockbuster trade for him so it's kind of scary you know the lineup of players that he has because he's got some big names but uh it's just the thing is is getting those guys to produce you know yep that shit hasn't worked this far yeah hasn't worked out for him um, especially that, and that that's one of the sacrifices you and I both know, Cody. That's one of the sacrifices of uh, sacrificing your your uh, depth, you know. So you yep. get to, you get you get too top heavy, and you're depending on those guys to carry you. And if they don't, then you know you fall on your face. Um, uh, back up to me at 13. So I mean, I'm just kind of I don't know. I'm decaholic anonymous, man. That 
that shit just thinking about makes me want to have a drink. I need something to drown my sorrows in. Um, yeah, maybe but, one of your Mai Tais when you go on your next vacation. <laughs> hey, I will load it, load it up on Mai Tais and the Long Island iced teas for my boy, uh, Victor Stash Lugo. Uh, and I'm going to need to take a couple of them uh, fireball shots. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll take the edge off for me. Um, so, I mean, I feel like, I feel like, you know, if I had, I've, I've got people that can perform, but I feel like on any given week, man, I've just had struggles with, uh, either people underperforming or people being heard or just, it just not coming together for me, you know? So, um, I just really, I just really haven't, you know, done the most to really, make this team a competitor and um i know that falls on my responsibility as a team manager slash team leader whatever you call it but um i'm kind of kind of the mindset where I, I i came into this season thinking that um i was just going to be able just to be my normal do a uh do a little bit, you know, get a little bit of luck and be up in the top, be up in contention. But this year, it's just not coming together for me. And um, it's it's like having all these cookies, you know. I got all these cookies and no milk, no milk to dip it in. So they just go to waste. And, you know, I'm just, you know, a sad kid. Um, not sure where you're going but, with this, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just because I, I, I feel like I got the I got the tools like I got like I like my team is not bad it's not terrible but it's just not it's not it's not coming together you know yeah it's like the Dallas Cowboys and your Jerry Jones yeah Jerry uh, it's time to let Jason Garrett go but yeah that's a, another topic for another day um, I'm sure your your got, players are probably saying the same thing right now. <laughs> uh, we got uh Dre Mustachio. Man, Dre Dre's the same in the same boat I am, man. I don't I don't dr- think Dre really had a bad team. I I commend Dre for making the trades to try to make something happen, but I mean, it's just it just has not fallen well for him. He's got some people hurt. Uh he lost uh Carry on Johnson for the year, the guy that he Made it a blockbuster trade for, lost Le'Veon Bell for. Um, he's just kind of put a couple scrubs together to kind of fill in. And it's just, it just hasn't came together for him. But, you know, he's got that new, new uh, baby girl. You know, dude is trying to be a dad and a father. And, uh, shoot, he needs them wins just as much as any of us need them. But maybe, you know, he can get a high point one week, get a little $25, you know, buy some diapers or something. No. One, whole, one whole pack. One whole pack. <laughs> but as long as he stay down at the bottom with me, you know, I got the tiebreaker on him and uh, Patrick. So as long as I stay right in that range, maybe hopefully I can gotta get a win against uh, JC this week and uh, just keep myself out of that dress. You know, that's that's my biggest concern. Um, but then you got Dustin. Dustin, I feel for Dustin, man. He came in the league hot. He was one of the, the few ones that came in and just really just was hitting it a home run, just competitive, making right moves, making right draft picks. But 
this year, man, he just he he's just kind of falling on his face. Uh, Melvin Gordon kind of held him up, and he has some questionable questionable picks in the draft, you know, with all those defensive players, you know, early on, and I just think that really hurt him with his depth. Um, but of course, you know, he had uh, Alvin Kamara, which has you know been a stud for him, but you know he got hurt, and you know he just kind of he just kind of been one of those that just hasn't pulled it together either, but. Um, I mean, I, I I know Dustin has usually been competitive in the league, but this year it's just it's just kind of been a real big disappointment for him. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess that's what happens when you buy a Tesla. Yeah, you know, you know, you talk about people living life and enjoying life, man, and freaking talking about hitting the lotto, man. Y'all don't y'all don't forget Dustin Low Key has been doing it long before me, like. He he be in Japan. He be in di- Tokyo. He be in different countries, living it up, That's driving true. around in Tesla, man. Hey, don't hate the man. Don't hate the man living his life, you know. But you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, maybe that's a distraction. I don't know, because maybe. Maybe now that I've gotten a taste of that life, <laughs> I haven't been as active in. And listen, keeping up with my uh, football information, so I kind of been late on the ball on some stuff. So maybe that's why. Maybe that lifestyle has made the fantasy uh, fantasy skills suffer. Hey, yep, I hear that. Hey, we're gonna kind of keep this moving, and so I'll I'll hit on the playoff picture right now. Uh, as of right now, we got Keaton in first place. Birdo moves up into second place. So if playoffs started today, they'd both get buys. JC moves down from first to third. Um, Victor fourth, myself fifth. Luis moves up two spots into sixth. And then Dip stays the current bubble man. Um, man, these playoffs are coming quick. We got two more weeks, and we'll see how this plays out next these next few weeks. All right, we're going to keep it moving. Next up, we got the high versus low point of the week. All right, so let me be the first one to congratulate Mickaroo with a big win of $50 this year for winning high point. Congratulations. You can buy some diapers with that. That hooch, hooch magic is in full effect. Yeah, he currently is the highest point leader this year. Um, I think he's in like seventh place or eighth place or something like that. Uh, D balls, bro, man, low point, bro. You've been here before. Birdo's already tore an asshole. Um, I guess you should just open your mouth and take take it there, since he's already finished in one hole. Might as well finish the other. total winners uh so we got mick with the big spanking 50 dollars uh jc with 25 dollars ching ching myself jt with 25 dollars Cobes with uh 75 dollars damn the richer just get richer yes sir Luis with uh 25 dollars hey man man's got a drink Berto <laughs> with 50 dollars and uh, support our troops, uh, Vic, over there with uh, $25. Yes, sir. Hey, you know Luis already spent that 25 bucks on new lanyards, right? 
Oh, really? Oh, they, they came yeah. out the new Coast Flames? Yes. Oh, man, it's about time for them to upgrade, though. That shit is dirty as hell every time <laughs> I see that mug. Hella raunch. Got beer stains all on it and all kinds of shit. Yep. Yeah. A pasty bastard. Which brings us into Birdo's Trashing of the Week. Product disclaimer. Birdo is not reliable for any counseling you may need after he rips you a new asshole. If you don't want to be on Birdo's Trashing of the Week, please step your damn game up, you freaking faggot. Hey, balls. Um, hey, man. Do you enjoy? Do you enjoy being verbally abused? Do you enjoy um, sucking shit over and over? Because you're fucking back here again. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. You, you are just really fucking bad at this. You are straight trash. You are garbage. You are fucking pathetic at this fucking whole fantasy thing. Um, I'm actually taking a shit right now. Shit you not. Um, and it's not even close to as bad as the way you've been performing um, this year. It is really fucking abysmal um, having you in this league right now. Um, I just really think you should try something else, man. This just might not be for you. Um, you know, you're fucking rich and shit, right? You got a fucking, you know, fucking condo in fucking Dallas or some shit, right? Do something else, man. I figure you might as well. You probably would have, uh, fucking bought your way to some wins, but, um, luckily this league has some fucking integrity and we don't want your fucking money. Your money ain't shit here, boy. I'll take some money. But for real, man, you need to do something else. Um, maybe fucking uh, spend your time on PUBG or something. Uh, actually, no, you, from what I remember, you fucking sucked at that fucking game. Um, oh, man, yeah, your rich ass can do this. Fucking get your own website and call it um, Pug B. You're big into pubs, right? Or, yeah, those fucking uh, pug little shit dogs or whatever. Just get a bunch of those little fuckers and run around, have them, you know, fucking dress up and shit, uh, and, you know, you can watch them fuck or something, and put it out for the whole world to watch, yeah? Do that. I'm sure there's some weird fucks out there that would enjoy that, huh? Go ahead and do that, D-Balls, because, um, fantasy, like I said, this isn't your fucking thing, um, and I feel really fucking bad for the person in last place, because... Um, I hear you kind of like, uh, women that kind of, um, are muscular. So that kind of means you kind of like dudes and fucking dresses. I feel like the equation equals out. So, um, whoever's losing this year, um, kind of, uh, stuff your ass with something because D-balls will be on the prowl and, um, Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your ass. All right, boys, I'm out. Fuck off, D-Balls. You suck ass. You suck ass. All right, next up we got, what's it gonna take? All right, first up we got Vic vs. Key in The Guy You Hate and The Girl You Barely Know. Yeah, and this one, Vic is gonna need Zeke and uh, Edelman, I believe, to really step up for him. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, with Zeke going against New England, um, 
they shut pretty much every running back down. I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's going against Miami. Uh, he's actually looked pretty good and pretty solid, and I'm surprised Vic has held on to him this long. And then Jacob Hollister against Philly. I think uh, hopefully my trade was better on my end, uh, and Jacob Hollister sucks balls. This one, um, I think DJ Shark do 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 is going to really have to come out and really make the kids happy with a big game uh, to help Keaton this one. And A Rod, man, he has not been the baller that we've known him to be. Uh, shot caller, um, I know Keaton is really going to need him to show his old A Rod self and take over the game. Maybe put up some big numbers for him to really swing this thing his way. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. Um, obviously, Kamara is the starter uh, and has been doing work, but, man, I think Keaton has to have – if he's going to start Murray, Murray's going to have to have a huge game. Uh, and then I'm going to go with Nick Chubb, also against Miami. Uh, I think he probably has a big game. Uh, they give, like, the seventh most to running back. So that's what we got. All right, next up we got Mick versus D-Balls in – the red cheeks versus the red beard. Yeah, this one uh, looks like Mick's going to uh, do big things from Godwin uh, to really swing the pendulum in his favor. Uh, Godwin's been uh, one of those high picks of his that um, is really going to need to pan out this week. And Daniel Jones, he's going to be a without um, his number one quarterback, Pat Mahomes, and he's going to need those points from somewhere else. Hopefully Daniel Jones is that guy to give it to him. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder has done freaking work these past few weeks. Uh, being 18 points every single week for the last three weeks with the touchdown. Uh, and then my other person, I'm going to go with uh, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's done work. He's a top, what, almost 10 back, number 11. Uh, so he's a RB1, technically. Uh, yeah, he's been a stud, and so we'll see if he can continue that. What do you think about D-Ball's team? Um, so for D-Ball's, uh, looks like he's going to need, in my opinion, K- Kamara Aiken. I know that dude's been a stud, been a rock for him. But um, I think that he's going to need to continue to that if, the, if D-Balls is going to have a chance in this one. And uh, I think my sleeper for D-Balls is going to be Curtis Samuel. Um, he's always one that have you know, breakout potential, uh, can take it to the house. Um, but you haven't seen a lot of those games from him. But this could be one of those games that wake you up and he just freaking come out the cannon and just put up a big number for D-Balls. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, I think it's going to be Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is going to end up being the QB1 this week. I think he's going against Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay, you can't run against them, but you sure the hell can pass against them. Um, And then I'm going to go with Marquise Brown. I think Marquise Brown, uh, Hollywood, is going to... Uh, do work against the Rams. I think uh, I don't see Jalen Ramsey uh, bracketing the entire time, and he's just too fast. Uh, I think he'll he'll have a huge game. Boys, how you doing today? Are you hurting? Are you in pain? Well, come on, boy, to Noah's 
Mazel Tov's Yarmulkes and Pain Treatment Center, where you can get treatment, but only for a Jew's ransom. You might be asking, why the accent? Well, I'll tell you. I've been told I look like an Irishman, but at my heart, I'm a Jew. A Jew for you. I only ask for 50% of your life savings, and you can get all the treatment you want. And if you're black with a giant cock, well, I'll take a good 5% off that. So come on by and don't be shy to Noah's, Yarmulke's, Bar Mitzvah's, and Pain Treatment Center. Alright, next up we got Dip versus Luis in the Pasty Bowl. Yeah, and this one, um, I see uh, Dip really leaning on Lamar Jackson. I know that guy's been a freaking stud for him. Um, asking him to step up, you know, is, you know, something that's not a big measurement for him. He's really carried that team. But I think for him to really push through this week, he's going to need Jackson to come out in a big way and show why he's been the number one quarterback this season. Um, and also uh, Tyler Lockett. Uh, Tyler Lockett, um, he's going to be looking like a guy that's really trying to uh, flex the muscle. And with uh, Luis having uh, uh, Russell Wilson, he's going to need Lockett to count out some of those points for Russell's uh, big game. Yeah, that's if Tyler Lockett plays, but supposedly he's projected to play. Uh, I'm going to go with Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones has uh, had some pretty hot games this this year. Uh, he's currently, which this blows my mind, he's currently ranked number 12 uh, wide receiver. Isn't that nuts? Um, and then I think Julio is going to go absolutely ballistic uh, on Tampa Bay. They're, they give up probably, I think, the number one points, two wide receivers, and it's Julio. The dude's an absolute stud. I agree. I agree. Good good picks. Uh, I honestly think I will change my picks to those <laughs> hearing your points. But um, uh, Also, Louise on the other side, I mean, he's going to need, um, in my opinion, DJ. You know, he's got uh, DJ over there on the other side versus um, Lockett against uh, Dip, and you know, one of those guys could be the one that muscles their way through. And uh, I've seen uh, videos of DJ, and uh, that's the guy that commands respect. That's the guy that commands the ball. So maybe he'll punk uh, Tyler Lockett's ass into not playing, and then DJ is the one with the numbers. Um, and then also you got um, Naheem Hines, I think his name is. Yep. Naheem Hines. Yep. So hopefully – he can step in for Marlon Mack. Of course, we mentioned earlier about his injury. Uh, maybe that, you know, I'm not just suspecting him to have the same numbers as Mack, but uh, that could be a difference in his matchup uh, if he had, can at least uh, hold Louise up in that aspect. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go, which currently Alden Take is in his lineup, which RIP pour out pour one up. Pour one out for him. Uh, I'm going to go Russell Wilson. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the pod that dude's a MVP candidate. Andy's going against Philly. Um, and I think I say it every single week, but if, if you ever play Philly and it's a wide receiver or a quarterback, you start them no matter what. So I don't give a damn. Um, they're just awful. Um, and looking at the rest of his lineup, he has to start pretty much everyone that's currently in his roster. Um, I'm sure he's going to probably uh, go out to the waiver wire. Um, 
But I'm going to go with Adrian Peterson. I know Geis is back, but I feel like they can't uh, bench bench him like they would like. Um, and so they're going to probably ride Adrian Peterson just to keep Geis healthy for next year. Um, and Detroit gives a lot of points up to the running back. Yes, I agree. All right, we got D versus Dre in the Boys and Girls Club revenge match. Ooh, and this one we got a we got a feisty one. Dre is fighting for his life here, trying to stay away from the dress. Um, I think he's really going to need uh, Evans and uh, let's see. No, I think he's going to need uh, Hyde. I'm sorry, uh, Carlos Hyde and Tevin Coleman to really step up for him. Um, I know he's had issues with his running backs uh, and their weak stomachs, and he's going to really need somebody with an ironclad uh, gut to really uh, put the team on his back do and take him to the promised land. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Tevin Coleman. Dude has done a really, really great job once he's healthy. Um, and then I'm going to go with um, – Will Fuller. I think if Will Fuller is healthy and he plays, uh, I know he was limited on Tuesday, uh, but if he plays, I think that dude is an absolute stud. Um, and obviously all, all attention is on Hopkins and when Will Fuller can just streak down the field. I think he'll get a touchdown if, if he does play. True, true. Very true. On the other side, we got D with the uh... – I, I'm got Mike Evans in this one. I think he really needs to uh, really show his uh, his value uh, for Diaz's number one receiver and just really come through in a big way. And then, of course, I think he's going to have to uh, have something from uh, Brissett uh, in a big way to really push him over the top this week. <laughs> Don't die on me, JT. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with Michael Gallup. Um, I feel like Michael Gallup, you have to start each week. He's done a really great job and I think Stefan Gilmore will end up shadowing Amari Cooper which is sucks for me but probably great for uh D and then I'm gonna go with uh Ronald Jones surprisingly uh, Atlanta I mean their defense has looked a lot better these past two weeks after Dan Quinn kind of gave up control of the defense weird it's almost like they don't need him uh at all on that team but um yeah, I think Ronald Jones uh, can continue to to wreak havoc. All right, we got Pat versus Noah, and I'm pretty sure they've had non-consensual sex with one another. But stuff doesn't count. So we got Winston um, on Pat's side. I'm thinking that he's going to really need to show up in a big way uh, to really give uh, Pat the edge in this one. Also, I think he's going to be depending heavily on uh, Le'Veon Bell, too. Um, Pat's got some big names on that team of his, and he's needing those guys to really step up and, and be those, you know, name values that he, that he needs to really put those points on the board. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. He's going against San Fran on Sunday Night Football. I think that's going to be a really awesome game to watch. The great defense, and then Aaron Rodgers, obviously, on the other side. I think Aaron Jones, as long as he doesn't split time with Williams, I think he does a phenomenal job. And then 
you gotta you always have to give it up for D Hopkins. Dude's a beast and uh I know he hasn't been as great as he normally is. He's still the number ranked I think number nine on the year at wide receiver and so he's still a beast um that ultimately needs a lot of covering and I think it'll be a pretty decent shootout with Houston's defense sucking balls. Yep, yep, I second that. On the other side, we got Noah. <clears throat> boy, man, he's really needing uh, his boy Deshaun Watson. I mean, he had a stinker last week against uh, Baltimore and uh, really got showed up against Lamar Jackson. So I uh, really want D. Watt to really get back in this rhythm and, and show why he's a better guy and um, really make a make a, a name for himself and you know, put those points on the board. And uh, on the other side of that, I think um, Noah's going to need uh, Cole Beasley. I think he's a sleeper for him. Uh, Cole has been consistent over the past uh, few weeks, uh, over the entire year, really. Um, and I'm just uh, um, really thinking that, you know, uh, something big is coming for him. Uh, maybe he takes one, to the, takes one to the house in a big way or something like that. And maybe that could be the difference in this game. I don't ever see Cole going the distance, but I definitely see him catching five-yard passes. Um, But, hey, it's a PPR machine, baby. Uh, I'm going to go with Zach Ertz uh, against Seattle, I think. Uh, Zach Ertz has kind of come back um, and started being the tight end one that Noah's kind of expecting him to be. I know Dallas Gardner has kind of been a part of that, but past two games he's had over 18 points and been a stud currently ranked the fifth tight end uh and then i'm gonna go deontay johnson this is me just throwing a dart at the wall i know that fool was in the concussion protocol after all them dirty ass hits the browns gave um man miles garrett if you're hearing this i didn't mean that you are a great guy yeah, he's uh, coming in a big way. I heard he slangs big wood, too. Won't want to fuck with that guy. Yeah, I've heard Noah's seen his wiener. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, Non-consensual sex. Bust up, don't count. I think I read that in a book once. I'm just kidding. I can't read. True statement. This segment is sponsored by Andre, JT, and Pat's Mediocre Fantasy Advice in Halloween Emporium. Do you want mediocre fantasy advice? Well, foot jobbers, we got the place for you. Get the worst fantasy advice from the Grim Reaper himself. Your players will drop dead as they hit your roster spot. Need a PPR help? How about a former high school black running back that couldn't catch shit? This comes with 10,000 frequent flyer miles and a tourist fanny pack. No? Well, if all else fails, you can get advice from the foreigner himself. Trade all your players away and have zero depth. Watch your team get one injury and crumble right before your eyes. This is a limited time offer. Please call 1-800-555-5551. That's 1-800-555-5551. This advice guarantees you to wear a skin-tight dress at the end of the year. This product is cheaply made in Denmark. Beware of imitators. This may cause heart attack, stroke, or even death to your fantasy dream. Please use with caution. All right, next up we got JC versus JT in the Battle of the Izzles. For shizzle, my nizzle, be a double jizzle. All right, so in this one, I really see uh, JC uh, needing some things from uh, Mason Rudolph, the guy that loves to pick fights and 
start shit that he can't finish. So mm. maybe, this, maybe this guy can can uh, maybe grow a pair of balls this weekend and uh, do some big things to really come out for JC. Um, on the other end of that, I see uh, Michael Thomas needing to come up in a big way for JC. Uh, this is guy. This is a guy that has been a, a freak of nature coming into the league, but uh, he's had his ups and downs this year. But he's uh, really going to need to be that that uh, pivotal player in JC's lineup to really push him over the top. Yeah, I agree. Michael Thomas has been absolutely stud. He's the number one wide receiver of the year. Maybe a Leonard Fournette uh, in division uh, game against Tennessee. Uh, in Tennessee, I think he has to have a huge game, um, especially if um, Fultz struggles against that Tennessee secondary. And then I'm going to go with Mark Andrews. Uh, the dude's, um, man, he put out last week, uh, and I think he has, I think he has like six touchdowns on the year. Um, in the last two games, he's had over 17 points, and as a tight end, that's pretty damn awesome. Side of the ball, I'm seeing. Uh, for me, I think I'm really needing Dak. I mean, that dude has really just been uh, a horse for me this year. Uh, he's been a horse for the Cowboys. He's been not afraid to make those throws, not afraid to uh, run it around. And uh, I'm really been glad watching him play. Uh, it's been glad having him on the team, even though my team has been uh, sorry. Uh, as an understatement, but um, mm. I'm really hoping for big things from that guy this week uh, as he takes on the Patriots. I know that's a tall order, but um, I think that would be something to be nice to see uh, as a Cowboys fan and as a fantasy owner. Uh, but then um, next to that, I got uh, Kareem Hunt as my dark horse. Uh, I need him to really beat up on that Miami uh, Dolphins defense, just pretend it's his girlfriend and just freaking just wear on their ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Cooks. I think uh, him coming back after his concussion. I know they're going against Baltimore, but it's also um, on Monday Night Football, and I think the Rams are going to be down uh, where they're going to have to throw a lot, and Brandon Cooks is one of the wide receivers, so hopefully he'll benefit from that. And then uh, – but she – You'll probably be ballsy for this. As of right now, you have Kalen Balazs in your lineup, which is pretty ballsy. Um, but my hope would be for you to start David Montgomery. Um, he has been getting his touches as of late. He, you know, he may not be getting the yardage, but he's at least getting the goal line. He's actually ranked number one in the NFL uh, for touches inside the five-yard line. And... Uh, if they move on from Trubisky is kind of what I'm feeling like what they're going to do. He should be the, the guy to get some touchdowns. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. All right, last but not least, we got Coves versus Burt and a big dick versus a very tiny penis. Um, yeah, I think uh, Coves is referring to uh, his boy, Big Dick Nick. The man that comes and just ruins it, ruins your girlfriend, and ruins your starting position as he comes in and takes the job back. Um, he's gonna come in in a big way, I think. I think he's gonna really 
open it up, open up that defense wide open and sling that ball around and put up some points in this game. Um, also, I think he's going to uh, have some good play from C-Mac, uh, Christian McCaffrey, that's going to really help Coles to uh, put up some good points this week and uh, give him the edge. Sure the hell helps, though. Uh, I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders um, has looked a little bit better. Obviously, last week he was going against the Patriots, and uh, they shut him down pretty well. But uh, with Howard possibly not playing again this week, I think Miles Sanders has a a pretty big game. Uh, And then I'm going to go Mr. Uh, I drafted you so damn high. But you haven't done shit for me. OBJ um, has a huge-ass game against Miami. Or at least I sure the hell hope so. If it doesn't happen this week, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yep, he's the one to sit on your hands and pull your fingers. Freddie Kitchens might be fired, so maybe there's changes coming in the future for OBJ and the uh, Cleveland Browns. But moving on, on the other side, we got Burt McCracken. I think he's going to need some things happening from uh, Jacobs. I think Jacobs is going to really have to, you know, run that ball, carry that load for him, make a big delivery for Burt. I know Burt's got that booty cheek all crunched up because of the stat corrections, but I think Jacobs can relieve that with the – carrying that heavy workload next week. We got John Brown. I believe John Brown had a big-ass game last week or the week. Uh, Yeah, I think it was last week where he just freaking dominated. So I think one of those could be in the works uh, for Burt this week as well. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Kenny Galladay against Washington. I know Josh Norman will probably be uh, shadowing him, but Josh Norman hasn't been – what he used to be, especially when he was in Carolina. Uh, and then I'm going to go Emmanuel Sanders um, against Green Bay. I think, once again, I think that's going to be a phenomenal game. Um, and I think Emmanuel Sanders is obviously the clear-cut wide receiver uh, in San Fran. Yeah. Our picks of the week. All right, first up we got Vic versus Key. Uh, man, I got to say it. I got Vic. Yeah, looking at this one, uh, looking at the matchup, I got, I got my money on Vic, too. Okay. Vic uh, <laughs> uh, versus D-Balls. Uh, mixed team is hitting its groove. He might actually be playoff-bound boys. Uh, all the Michelob Ultras are bringing him to the promised land? I don't know. Yeah, it's you know what? That Michelob Ultra mixed with that Hooch Magic, it makes, it makes dreams come true. And this week, Mixed Dream is going to come true. That's who's going to get the W. It's only, up, it's only up to him to not screw it up, of course. Yeah, he's not made a 1,000 trades this year, so he's actually only – he's made some pretty nice calculated ones. We'll see how they pay off yep. that. Uh, Dip versus Luis. Uh, it's a shit show at running back for both teams. Uh, I got Luis on this one. His wide receivers have uh, that primo matchups. I agree. I mean, I think Luis has got great matchups, but some just 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 making me feel that that dip is just he's itching, itching and scratching, and he's gonna come out with an upset this week. Okay. Uh, Dre, 
Uh, I got D. Uh, the Grim is all but dead. <laughs> all but dead. It is alive, brother. And I believe that the the Undertaker is risen, and Dre is going to come out with it. Those hairs are coming in, uh, coming in strong, and Dre is going to grow with a win this week. Nice. Uh, Pat versus Noah. Call me crazy, but Pat gets out of the dress in this one and picks up the the dub. Ooh, no. I can't go with you on that, man. Don't bet against the house because I need this in a, in a, in a real tight kind of way. Um, so in my opinion, I believe, Noah, I need you to do it, not only in my opinion, but in my hopes and dreams, Noah. You can put them down. Give them that, give them that dress and them high heels. <laughs> Uh, JC versus JT. I'm gonna go with JC. Sorry, JT. That dress is gonna look hella small on you, dog. Hey, if I gotta wear it, I'll tell you this: I bring my own thong. But in this week, you heard it, I boys. Think... <laughs> you heard it. Don't take that. <laughs> but in this week, I do think I do think I got a good chance, man. Um, I've always I've always thought I had a chance, but you know what? I'm just kind of putting my best lineup together, just hoping on the prayer and see what comes out for me this week. But I will give myself the edge in this this uh, matchup. Nice. All right, and the last one is Copes versus Burt. I got Burt. Burt, thank you for your service. Yes, sir. Thank you, Burt. You are the man that serves our country. Over there, we pay our tax dollars so you can – Jerk it to that weird-ass fetish porn that you love so much. But thank you for your service, Bert. But I'm sorry, man. I, I'm going to get this one to Cody this week. Uh, I just think he's running hot, and it's going to take a, a lot to really slow help slow his momentum down right now. And his team is, is red hot, and I just don't know uh, what uh, Bert is going to be able to do to come out uh, on top. But, you know, he squeaked one out last week, but I don't think his luck's going to run out this week against Cody. You know, Cody, Cody the edge. Yeah, I squeaked one out too, bro. Hey, I applaud you on that, man. We all need to squeak one out. Matter of fact, I'm squeaking one out right at right as this podcast ends tonight. <laughs> sorry, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Oh, sorry. That's uh, that's all loop. Wait, what? The shit talking hotline is live. Uh, let's hope we can get some phone calls here shortly. And oh, here's our first caller. Bert, 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 you and me, baby, this week, both of us looking in the playoff picture. Ooh, I'm going to beat that ass. Bert, you like getting yelled at at home? You joined the army so you could get yelled at even more? And after I whoop the shit out of you and I teabag your corpse, I'm going to yell at your bitch ass. You like that? You like that? Hey, D-Balls, what's up, fucker? Don't even respond to my text. Not even active in the group because your team sucks. Well, I'm here to tell you, your feet are fucking ugly, bro. You got some nubs on that shit. You need to go ahead and do a little cleanup. Go see a surgeon. Get your fucking feet fixed, dog. Feel you step in my fucking house. This is my fucking week, dude. This is my fucking chance to make the playoffs. Your team has been done since week two. Let's go, baby. Don't fuck with the master. Thanks for the phone calls, fellas. Let's let's close this up.
Yo, JT, I gotta say it, bro. Hell of a pleasure to have your black ass on this podcast. Man, I gotta say it was a pleasure to be on here. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for your service and leave. Oh, looks like we got uh, breaking news. So apparently a close a, a close source of mine that's high up in management in the GGCXF has given me a little tidbit on a player that could be heading to the commissioner exemplus uh, by the name of Louise motherfucking Johnson. Uh, uh, reports came out earlier this week that uh, he was dating a new boot thing, uh, maybe a girlfriend. Um all I say is, you know, picks or it didn't happen, but the story leads into this girl may or may not allegedly be someone that uh, he had an uh, altercation with and may have got punched at a, a local casino up in Oklahoma, Windstar. Um, uh, this report is still being investigated on, but um, he could be headed for heavy fines and maybe even uh, possible uh, league repercussions. Uh, but this be uh, followed up to you by your commissioner. Wow, thank you for that breaking news. Uh, yeah, pictures or it didn't happen. Yeah, that's what they say. They hey. just saw the proof. Man, uh, got a little breaking news. Hey, again, thank you for being on this podcast, bro. Like, you might have been one of my favorite uh, people to have, so... Thank I appreciate you, you, you the bro. Honor, the honor is mine, sir. I'm really impressed with how you put this thing together. Man, you made it a great show, and uh, you're doing the people's work, and it's, uh, it's an honor. All right, boys. Until next time.